This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Still Under Wraps. In fact, the penultimate episode of Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin, and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre, and son, Guybrush Threepwood. I want to be a pirate. Arr. Um No, that's not right either. Um, um, my fellow film watcher, compadre, and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What you been up to? Um, I finally watched the, the, the good Casino Royale, and it's good. It is. It's a good film. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's solid. It, it, it does go on a bit, um, towards the end, um, but, but it's otherwise good. Yes, you, you, you think, ah, oh, yes, it, it's ended, and you're ready for the credits to roll, and then there's a, another half hour to... Mm. Um, <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Yes, very gritty, mm-hmm. which I quite liked. Uh, yes. <laughs> it it does modern better than the previous film. Yes. Yes. Um, what else have you been up to? Uh, in Blaseball, the coffee cup finished and Espresso won. Excellent. And now... Uh, sorry, what did you say? What one? Uh, espresso. Oh, good. One, the cuff, good. coffee cup. I was just making sure that it was there was no X in there. Mm. Well, the team is called Espresso. Oh, okay. With 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 an X followed by Presso. <laughs> oh dear, dear, just to mm. cause um, tension within yeah. the uh, coffee club. Um. <laughs> and so all the players who played. Representing espresso in espresso, now have a perk called perk. <laughs> of course, we we don't know we don't know what it does yet. We, right, we should find out soon. I think it infuses the liquid with caffeine, doesn't it? Doesn't percolating do that? Sorry. Um, okay. Point is, Grand Siesta continues. <laughs> Oops. Um, uh, yes. Okay. Good. Um, meanwhile, I've been doing the Advent of Code, which is uh, an advent calendar with coding challenges. Cool. Some of which build on each other. Uh-huh. And, and it's going reasonably well. I hope you're doing them all in COBOL. No, and... Fortran? Python. What's that? It's... Oh, it's you, programming you got to be where all the cool kids are. And, and, Python? And, and do That's Fortran. where all the cool kids are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> those are the last languages I programmed in. Um, 
and uh, oh, sorry, coded in. Mm. When did it suddenly become coding rather than programming? Don't know. No, I don't either. How difficult are these? Uh, um, they they get more difficult as things go along. Right. Starting from so that you're up all of Christmas Eve <laughs> writing a uh, first-person shooter in Python. No. No. Okay. It's usually take data in, put out more data. Okay. But you've you've succeeded so far. So far, yes. Cool. Cool. Uh, is there is it's a self challenge or are you it's, up against others? Uh, it's quote unquote competition. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like. Like this show is mm. it's a quote unquote competition, mm. um, all friendly and uh, no contention or anything like that. It's just a friendly competition. Um, a, a small part of this podcast, mm. not the major part at all. <laughs> it's not what the listeners are here for. They're here for this this grinding duo log. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I've left the disc case over there. I'm oh, going to have to go no. get it. Okay. Oh. oh, no. All the way over there. Oh, no, I'll bet you wish I hadn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, that reminded me, Thomas, as you went all the way over there to where the television is, where the disc was sitting under. Uh, when I were a lad... That's what we had to do to change the volume and the station that the television was on, was to go all the way over there and turn a a dial to switch the volume and turn a dial to to switch the stations. None of this remote malarkey. And and for most of my childhood, it was in black and white too. Mm. Ah. Showing my age. We are going to be watching a film today. Mm. Watching, I say watching, not uh, necessarily enthusiastically absorbing a film today. Um, I have very low hopes concerning (laughs) this film. Uh, And it's doubly so because even if I decide that it's not worthy to stay on the shelf, it probably has to. So, so hang on. That means that there's really no point us watching it, uh, doesn't it? Mm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. We're going to anyway, aren't we? We are going to. In the interest of completeness, um, we are going to watch a film that um, has ended up being the penultimate film for all the wrong reasons. Thomas... <laughs> What are we watching today? We are watching the sequel to the 2011 film Rio, Rio 2. Indeed. Uh, I think it is uh, firmly on record that I did not particularly enjoy the first Rio movie. Um, But uh, Rio 2 is on the shelf and I haven't watched it. Uh, Thomas, you... 
I've have not watched it either. Bits of it. Yes, but it, it was so little that it actually uh, scored M some major points last week uh, due to the fact that neither of us had technically watched it. So that is what we're watching today. Did you even read the plot synopsis from the pack last week? What did I switch? Probably not, no. Or did I just switch off? I don't remember it at all. I, um, <laughs> I think I think we just sort of skipped over it. Wow. I think we've done that a couple of times mm. in the uh, 80... <laughs> this, this is the 87th episode. No, 88th episode. I think we end up with 89 episodes by the time... We get to the end, which is next week. Um, so, would you be so kind as to read the plot synopsis? Because it's unwrapped. We've stuck it in already. It's sitting in the... Yes. It's sitting in the machine, ready to play. Okay. Welcome to the jungle of fun. Ooh. The cast of the animated hit comedy Rio returns, along with a new flock of all-star voice talent, including Bruno Mars, Kristen Chenoweth, and more in this high-flying sequel for the whole family. The party continues when Blue, played by Jesse Eisenberg, Jewel, played by Anne Hathaway, and their three kids take a walk on the wild side and embark on a colourful, comical, music-filled journey through the Amazon. As Blue tries to fit into his new surroundings, he goes beak to beak with the villainous Nigel and meets the most fearsome adversary of all, his father-in-law. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. I, I feel really bad because I didn't listen to a word you just said. Uh, I was watching things peak again, mm. so um, yes, that's 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 what we're in for. I hope uh, our dear listeners at least uh, enjoyed your enthusiastic uh, uh, narrative there. Let's get it over and done with. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we'll decide whether we I consider it worthy of staying on the shelf, even though. It, will remain on the shelf um and in one hour and 41 minutes ish ish (laughs) our time we'll catch you on the flip side turn to side b i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to Shining, her feathers they glow. Now the jungle is smiling as our baby's home. Can you feel what I feel? The day is coming last. Our precious jewel has returned. I'll be the first to say welcome back. Oh, welcome back. I said, welcome, welcome, welcome.
So, what did you think? Ugh. Okay, let's 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 get into this. Um, I I am not willing to go so far as to say that it's a bad film, mm-hmm. but it's not a good film. It's it it tried on on many occasions to be funny. Yep. And I did not find it funny on those occasions. Occasionally I might exhale sharply. (laughs) That's that's the extent of the mirth. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and there were were some moments where I did did chuckle a a little. Um, We're not the target audience. We're not, no. uh, which, Which doesn't help. Um, it was still too long, mm-hmm. and again suffers from um, the the reason it being so long. Let's have another um, blur of color and motion and movement and noise musical item. Mm. I really, and this is no fault of the movie, but I found it really hard having uh, within this podcast covered uh, the social network. Mm. Um, the incongruousness of hearing Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's voice um, uh, emanating from uh, the the hero of the <laughs> the movie, uh, a big blue bird. Um, yeah, so so that that kept on clashing, mm. which it is again no fault uh, of the movie, but <laughs> just. We covered Batman v Superman, which also features Jesse Eisenberg yes. as Lex Luthor. And he's actually pretty good as Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman, despite that not being a very good film. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And <sighs> um, and he was, he was fine in yeah. this, too, uh, as far as, uh, again, we're not the target audience and... But it, I, I was really trying to work out whether this would keep um, its target audience mesmerised, and it just, yeah, it, it jumped around all over the place, and it felt like it, it almost felt as if um, a whole bunch of famous people put up their hands to do the the next Blue Skies mm-hmm. film. And so they just crammed it full of extraneous characters that, um, you know, they got their, their bit part, but it just distracted from the, you know, the, the core story. Let, let's throw a, another famous voice in, not to do anything, but just to be a voice in the film. Yeah, it it clashed. Um, the I will survive. I really did quite enjoy that scene. Um, that that was probably the height of it for me. It wasn't brilliant, but it was yeah, it, it was well done. Out, outside of the context of this film, I might have enjoyed the I will survive segment. Yeah. But it just felt all out of whack with the rest of it. Well, the, the whole film was a whole heap of out of whack moments. Um, 
another incongruity was um, they they made a joke about um, somebody being auto-tuned. Mm. And 90% of the songs in the film were auto-tuned, uh, and really badly so. Uh, it, it was an uphill battle to begin with, um, with my um, non-appreciation for uh, very blatantly obvious auto-tune, which in most of the cases was done deliberately. You know, they, were, they weren't trying to, to cover it up, but it, it hurts my ears. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't really notice it unless it's particularly jarring. Oh, okay. Um, one of the closing songs uh, in the closing credits was especially... Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about Blue Sky Studios. Um, okay. Shall we? We shall. Yes, let's. So, Blue Sky has been working under 20th Century Fox for the entirety of their run, yep. obviously. Now... Owned by Disney. Yeah. Disney owns Ice Age, which is now, which is a franchise that inexplicably continues to receive films. Well, they're not making more, are they? they? They floated the idea of more. Oh, please, no. They, they, every time one comes out, it's like, oh, it could be done. Uh, an idea or two. I love the first one. But yeah, the first one's a good film. Yeah. It's... Yeah, um, but horses were dead and flogged mm, very um, soon after. And then robots, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, Horton Hears a Who. Yeah. 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 Epic, which I think um, is one of those... Yeah. There, are, there are small people, and then yes. someone becomes small and tries to become... Big again. Y- right. Yeah. One of those ones. <laughs> they're all... They're all not quite Pixar, aren't they? Mm. It, it's, it's like they're all holiday fair. Did, did they do Sharks? Was, was uh, Shark? Shark Tale was... Shark Tale, was it? Um, DreamWorks, I oh, think. Oh, that was DreamWorks, was it? Yeah. Um, then the Peanuts movie, which I still haven't seen, but I'm told is... I, I recall um, being more impressed with it than I was expecting to. I, I had major reservations, and I do recall that I, I actually wasn't um, as upset by it. Um, it's forgettable. I, I don't remember anything in it, but I, I do recall um, somewhat enjoying it. But And then Ferdinand, which I've not seen. No, I haven't seen Ferdinand and either. Spies <laughs> in Disguise, which I was vaguely interested in, but still haven't seen. Yeah. Um, it is a harsh comparison comparing anyone to Pixar, um, because Pixar themselves have made some clangers um, mm. in more recent years, and but... But you you do tend to get this feeling of um, we want to be, but 
there are corners cut and stories aren't tight enough and it's just yeah but anyway disney owns them now yeah so uh, who knows whether we will get a rio 3 or a rio tinto or a rio 4 or an ice age 6 (laughs) (laughs) they made five of those movies i know i admit that one of the greatest blessings of that film is that i do not have any of its songs stuck in my head that being said (laughs) i do have the song from the original one stuck in my head because they they did occasionally have riffs Mm, from that mm -hmm. that song and i no um yeah so i have nothing else to say about that it is staying on the shelf um it's certainly harmless enough. Um, it, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, but my bar was set pretty low. And it, it still wasn't a great film. Still, I, I would watch that in a heartbeat if I was offered uh, a choice between that and Popeye. This, this easily <laughs> isn't... The worst film we've watched Easily on this isn't. podcast. No, no, no. I think there are a number that uh, are worse than this. So, do you have anything else you wish to add? Uh, no, no. I'm just just stalling for time a little oh. as I work out work out what I'm doing. Because we're getting very, very much to the pointy end of things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, being the penultimate episode. It's going to make shaking that phone uh, a little bit of a moot point, isn't mm. it? Mm-hmm. We know exactly what the last movie is for next week. It's a secret. <laughs> it is. It's a secret. We will get to that because we're not up to that point yet. No, we're not. We aren't. We're up to this point. What's on the shelf? Battle right now. We've got a lot of suggestions. Gotta get through them now. Or at least some of them. We've got to work that out. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. Okay. <laughs> this is... Barring... An incredible happenstance. The second last episode of the series. It is. Because... Um, uh, yeah... Ebay is being really well. Australia Post is being really slow with that uh, big stack of uh, Norwegian uh, romance uh, musicals that I've got. That's on, a choice. Uh, I've ordered. Um, yeah, they're all. Um, they're not dubbed. They're all subtitled in French. So, so they're going to be great, and I just hope they get here before next week. Just to stretch this podcast out just a little bit longer. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Well, from the 21 items on the list mm-hmm. right now. Right now. We will be selecting 11. Wow. This is going to be a long segment, isn't it? <laughs> it depends. Which means that next week's going to be even longer, doesn't it? Yes. Because there will be guesses for... Statistically, yes. yes. Okay. So you don't want to uh, say 12 or 13? <laughs> Just... <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I tried okay. this last week, didn't I? And 
the maths didn't work apparently, but here we are with with eleven or what did you say? Twelve? No, eleven. 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 Okay. So, would you be so kind as to? Um, you may need to add some extra juice to the randomizing random randomometer. Powered by random.org's random integer set generator? Just no. To, just to no. squeeze those it numbers out. It just works. It just works. Okay. It just works. Well, let's see how well it works. Number one. Well, number one, number one. Yes, number one, number okay. one. Okay. That's yes. number one. Yes, number dun, one. Dun, 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 dun. Um, number one. Todd. Hi, Todd. Assuming he's even listening. Uh, we, we shall assume. Yes. Todd suggests Willow. Willow. A good choice. Not a good movie, in my opinion. I think it's fairly average. It um, does score three points. But it does score three points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those films that you do need to have on the shelf for when you're in the mood for Willow. <laughs> Number two. Yes. Dan Hughes. Hi, Dan. Sorry. I haven't been saying last names this whole time. I'm going to go back and take that again. Okay, then. Number two. Dan. Hi, Dan. Suggests 2002's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Didn't somebody else um, suggest some Scooby-Doo? There's, there's Scooby-Doo up and down. Yes, here. yes. And I think uh, we've established that uh, Scooby-Doo has not been on the ra- family radar or my growing up radar either. It has scored zero points in the past and continues to do so here. Uh, my only connection with Scooby-Doo really is the Scooby-Doo ride at Warner Brothers Movie World Hollywood on the Gold Coast uh, ride, which is just a hoot of a ride. Whether it's still going or not, I don't know. In other dance selections that score zero points... Yes? At number four, I'm going to get you, sucker. I don't doubt it. So what's his suggestion? No, that's it. That's, oh, that's his suggestion. That's an over-movie, is it? Apparently. I've never seen it. No, I haven't. I oh. said it scored zero points. <laughs> uh, well, he didn't get us, did he? No. Sucker. Okay. Number six, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Suggests Split, which I believe is the, the, oh, the, the other sequel to, to Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yes. Which Scores. we've not seen. No. No. I hear it's supposed to be good and the third one not so much. Okay. Oh, I guess we might have to do something about that. Don't know. Number 10. Hi, 10. Oh, no, that's not right. Lee. Hi, Lee. Suggests a robot Field of film. Dreams. <laughs> that's not a robot film. If you Sorry. select it. Sorry, disqualified. It's not a robot film. <laughs> if you select it, it will score three points. It will score three points. I feel kind of bad that I don't have that on Blu-ray. Um... It, it, it's possibly not. Um, I love that film, but there, there's nothing that jumps out at me as saying that could do with uh, a couple of thousand more pixels. Mm. But uh, yeah, the soundtrack's good. Anyway, number thirteen. Number thirteen. M. Hi, M. Suggests Brave. 
M just keeps picking those. Uh, They're low hanging fruit, but they score they, a they, lot of points. Yeah, yep. Three points. Yep, three points. M, well done. Doesn't get the Blu ray treatment, but uh, three solid points. Uh, there has so far been no multipliers, have there? No. No. No, and nothing I can see as being <laughs> likely to. No. No, really. no. I could shake things up and jump another shark. <laughs> Number 15, Helen. Hi, Helen. Suggests Air Force One. Oh, now I'm curious as to whether you have been exposed to Air Force One. I think I may have failed you there. You have failed me there. Oh, dear. It only scores the two points. The two points. And for a while there, I did have it on DVD and then didn't and then did again. Uh, There was a a friend of the family who uh, desperately wanted a copy of it um, very quickly. And so I gave up my copy, but then I replaced it. Fascinating story. Fascinating, yes. (laughs) Number 16. Yes. Jeff. Hi, Jeff, again. Suggests that the gods must be crazy. They must be. They must absolutely be crazy. Um, And I have subjected that to you. You have, yes. Yes. Um, But I don't think it's available on Blu-ray. Dunno. (laughs) (laughs) But it is on the shelf. It is. Yes. Base three points. Yes. Base and straight three points. Okay. Yeah. Number 18. Helen. Hi, Helen. Suggests short circuit, which scores a whole one point. One point. point. Yes. It's not on the shelf. I have seen it. Um, Dare I suggest that I may actually have seen it when it first came out with Helen. (laughs) So no multiplier. So no multiplier then, no, no. Um, Before anyone protests there, yes, Helen is my sister, um, but her memory is just as bad as mine, so I very, very much doubt that she remembers that uh, we went to see it together. And I could be making that up because my memory is bad. Let's move on. Mine's also not so good. <laughs> you didn't see it with us. No, I you did were, not. You weren't born. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Lee suggesting robot films that... Don't score any points. Don't score any points. Which one was it this time? War of the Robots. Uh, was that the most that, recent that one? Was, that was the that, one that was submitted earlier. That I did start watching. Mm. Just so that he would get a point. Just, but, just to thwart his evil plan to self-flagellate. I can't remember what what word is more appropriate there. There is a more appropriate word there, but um, I've forgotten what it is. It's, it's a self-defeating behaviour. Yes, there we go. Yes. There we go. It doesn't score any points. It does not, no. Um, if you told <laughs> Colin about it before you submitted it, and he'd actually... Watched it before you that submitted it. That would have it. got quite some multiplier, I reckon. Wouldn't have been a problem. But you didn't. <laughs> and so you don't. No. No. Which, I get the feeling he intended it that way. <laughs> Finally. Yes. Number 21. 
Yes. M. Hi, M. Suggests Make a Mind, which scores... Uh, it's not a Pixar film. It's either. not a Pixar, that it's was, that was, DreamWorks. Yes. With the the trademark DreamWorks smirk on the the cover. Right. And the poster and all the marketing material. Good. It scores three points. It does. It's it's all right. I, I, it's, all I remember is the opening scene where someone's plummeting to their death, I think. This is me. <laughs> yes. You might be wondering how I did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is a bit of a blur. So, okay. Uh, Thomas is just um, uh, pushing, look. pushing that with a plunger into the... Auto-entabulator. Auto-entabulator. And has it spat out okay. any interesting figures? So, yes. looking at the numbers, heading into the final week. Right. This is your final opportunity to attempt to get points. Don't waste that opportunity. In first place, on a score of 96.5, is M. Whoa. However, M does not currently have any pending submissions. Oh. Wow. Okay. Jeff. So, so, sorry, M is at... 96.5. Okay. But no pending submissions. Okay. Jeff is on 95.2 and has one, two, three pending submissions. So, M, you need to, you need to pull some magic out of a suggestion for next week and hope and pray that Jeff's suggestions involve robots. (laughs) Lee? Is on 88.8 mm-hmm. and has uh, one, one, Ooh. one submission. Wow. One pending submission. Uh-huh. So, uh, Lee, you, you, you need to produce some <laughs> magic there as well. Yes, because as it stands... <laughs> don't, 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 no, no, no spoilers. E- even ignoring the spoilers, one submission, maximum four points, because there's nothing left out there. Yeah. Another submission, maximum four points. Y- you you could just barely vault above what M is currently oh, on. Maximum four points if he suggests something that... That we don't know about. No, no, no. That's on the show. No, no, no. That 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 uh, I have seen that is so obscure that it gets well, a major yeah, multiplier. Okay. Yeah. See, everyone's forgotten about the power of the multiplier. <laughs> but looking at maximum base scores, <laughs> Lee's facing an uphill battle. He is. He is that he has very much imposed upon himself. Yeah. Um, Some choices were made. Yes, yes. I wouldn't expect anyone else to win at this stage. No. Um, but Helen is on 83.7. Hang on, sorry. I just I just briefly visualised you in front of an ABC touchscreen um, doing a... Um, oh, what's his first name? Anthony Green. Anthony Green, yes. 
<laughs> and if we look at this map... It's too close to call. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, sorry, an Australian in joke there. Mm. Anthony Green is an Australian institution. Um, during uh, any any election, wherever it is in the world, Anthony Green is brought on to to commentate it and uh, to make sense of it for us. Yes, because we don't know what we're talking about. No, to be honest, no. Anyway, yes. Moving on to people I don't expect to win. (laughs) (laughs) Helen's on 83.7. The closest to not having won. Right, yes. And then we go all the way down to Dan on Mm 30.5. Adam W on 11. Jill on 10.5. Todd on 9. David on 7. Faye on 7. Kathy on 6. Blair on 3. Sheldy on (laughs) 3. And who's on 3? Blair. So who's on one? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know's on third. <laughs> Sheldy's on three. Maru is on 1.5. And then there's a few zeros in there who don't have any pending submissions. But so are unlikely statistically mm. to... To get any further up the, the well, you'd need something like a <laughs> twenty-five times multiplier. Wow! On a maximum scoring, which is not unheard of. It is. It is very oh. much unheard of. Oh, that's okay. Okay, that was a blatant lie. It, it is unheard of <laughs> on this show, at least. Yes. Okay, but still, that that top. That top group, that top bunching, anything still can happen. Some things that can happen are less likely than other things that mm. can happen. Um, so, so we'll yes, see. we'll see. Um, all that being said, uh-huh. we do have just one more bit of business for the penultimate episode, and that is this. Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. I'm synchronizing. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait. <laughs> why, why are you synchronizing? There's one film left. Well, you know, the suspense and they, all that. They may have know. updated the plot synopsis, you know, you which keep, is vital to... You keep going on about the suspense. <laughs> Can't have your cake and you should too. Oh, dear. It uh, is going fairly quickly, but there are 125 oh, items, oh, what I'm dear. assuming are text. So, uh, but... On the Apple app, can't you just press select the film? Yes, but, it's <laughs> <laughs> you're, but trying, you're trying to dig into my psyche here. <laughs> and that way madness lies. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, it's still not done. Dear listener, you're probably getting some insight into the clash of madnesses and neuroses that uh, dwell within these walls 
<laughs> Still under wraps. Take Rio off, off the, the list. list. Which leaves how many, Thomas? A whole one film. Okay, Thomas, would you be so kind as to shake the phone? No, okay. I can't tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> oh, it's a secret. You're going to have to wait till next week, dear listener, to find out what the final film is. Oh, sorry. I'm, I missed a word. Oh. I missed a word. Right. There's, there's the word secret. Oh, right. And then there's another word. Oh, it's? No. No. Oh. No. That, no it's, the, the film's called Secret Mission. Got you. Mm. Got you. It's, it's that third film in the three movie box set that has very dubious uh, connections mm. involved. I think they're all silver screen classics, aren't they? They're all old. <laughs> they're all old films. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yes. So, May before I was born, in fact. Mm. What year was uh, Secret Mission made, Thomas? Uh, I'm going to have to look at the back. And I'm I'm pretty sure we came to the conclusion that maybe the dates on the back were a little dubious. But uh, okay. what it does say is that this film is from 1942. Right. Is it in monochrome? I'd have to assume so. <laughs> it looks like it's in monochrome. Yes. It's probably in monochrome. I think it possibly is. It's probably in mono audio too. No, two point two Dolby Digital, but oh, don't know, yeah, don't know how um, how realistic that is. Yes, it's probably mono that has mono been has put on been two channels. Yes, yes. Uh, would you be so kind, Thomas, if if your database has updated and has the it does have the, the most here. current description? Mm. Uh, because I'm sure that that's what that update actually uh, produced. The most current. Uh, they updated every year since 1942. <laughs> well, the box set only came out in 2007. <laughs> okay. Would you read the plot synopsis of the final film, which will go to show our dear listener that these films have very definitely been selected randomly and not kept uh, to uh, have a absolute grand finale. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Four British intelligence men, so not very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Dan. <laughs> Cut that out if you want. I'm going to start again. <laughs> Four British intelligence men are sent to occupied France to assess the strength of German defences during World War II. While trying to obtain vital information from the resistance, the men must also escape the Nazis sent to hunt them. Sounds like a pretty generic war propaganda film. Yes. Yes. Um, any famous uh, stars in that? Dunno. <laughs> Doesn't say. Good. Good. Are you sure? I think the database would. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, there's a list of actors here. Right. But they're not attached to 
any of the films in particular. Oh, I can maybe uh, separate out that one <laughs> and that one and that one uh, and that one and that one. Okay. So it might have performances by Griffith Jones, Michael Wilding, and James Mason. Oh, James Mason, there we go. But it might not. Those might be attached to one of the other films and not have been listed in the description of those films. Uh, James Mason is indeed in... Uh, did, it, did you mention Hugh Williams? Uh, I Did Hugh mention... Hugh Williams? I did not mention Hugh Williams as part of the list that I read out, but uh, he is in the one of the other lists. It's Yes. Okay, so Hugh Williams, James Mason, Carla Lehman, Roland Culver, mm-hmm. Michael Wilding, Nancy Price. A lot of them probably died before I was born. <laughs> um, yes. And they're probably all dead now. But uh, So next week, to finish off the series, <laughs> we're going to war. We are. Um, a theme that has uh, woven its way through this entire podcast. Um, we hope that you can join us as we go to war on our final episode. We will also have a, uh, an important announcement then. Mm. Uh, concerning what may or may not occur in the future, mm-hmm. uh, whether you'll have an opportunity to suffer through listening to our dulcet tones anymore. Spoiler alert, yes. <sighs> Spoiler alert? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but until next week, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. going to be something big or a massive anticlimax, wasn't it? It really was. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, no no chance that we were just going to get something vaguely good. Well, look, we have not seen this film, so it could be really good. I don't, uh, I don't have my hopes up. Oh. No, not well. after the day will dawn. Yeah. Yeah. I I could tell you what the IMDb score is. Oh. I'll look it up myself later. Okay. Oh. All right. Uh.
Actually, I could look it up right now. I could I tell have... you it. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yes. Oh, dear. <coughs> oh, I may not make it to the next episode. You can probably hit stop now. Oh. Yes.